So you've come here for the truth. Well, we've got the truth and nothing but the truth. Here are your hosts, Robert A. Bianchi and David J. Bruno. Welcome to WMTR Radio's Nothing But The Truth with your host Bob Bianchi and Dave Bruno. A radio show about mindset from two lawyers from New Jersey every Saturday. Uh, we air at 10.30 and the podcast, Dave, on Wednesdays. It's been a while, but we got a super unbelievable guest and a friend of the show. Yeah, absolutely. Jillian Michaels, someone that I watched way back when on The Biggest Loser. And what a great guest for Nothing But The Truth. I mean, Jillian, you are so out there and doing great things, but you know, you've been resilient and you come through. Bob, a little more about Jillian. Yeah, I mean, I'm just l- looking through some of the credentials. Uh, they're, they're off the hook. And I know, you know, one thing I love about when I'm reading this is that I know Jillian on a, on a personal level. And I know she's big. And I know the biggest loser. I know the whole thing. But, you know, I don't watch a lot of TV or whatever. Such a down-to-earth, decent person. So today, before we did the show, I said, let me go on and see the particulars. And, and I'm, like, blown away here with all the fitness uh, DVDs that she does, 100 million copies worldwide, fitness app, a of course, the biggest loser we talked about the Julian uh, Jillian Michaels show, uh, all the publications that you've done, Jillian. <clears throat> you're an amazing inspiration. But what I really want to get to is this is a show about mindset, and we've had so many unbelievable guests on. We were actually introduced through JT Fox. Uh, JT, you know, uh, often tells people we're his lawyers, and, and it's always a great you know uh, connection. And, and he brought us to Jillian. Uh, Jillian, just tell us a little bit about. We know that you do so much and you're so famous, but you're such a down-to-earth person. So talk to us a little bit about your life and your lifestyle and your mindset that makes you so successful uh, professionally, but also such a great person. Oh, my gosh. Well, that is a stellar introduction, guys. (laughs) Thank you. I'm down-to-earth. I'm a great person. I'm so accomplished. I I need to do your show every single week. (laughs) Uh, Let's see. I... I think I've had my ass handed to me so many times that it's kind of impossible not to be humbled and be down to earth because, you know, you, you get your ass kicked by life. The key is obviously to get back up because success is in large part a matter of attrition, but I definitely attribute all of the failures that uh, lay in my wake to humbling me and, and keeping me down to earth. I'm, you know, no better than anyone else, not superhuman by any means, passionate about what I do, and fortunate enough to have had the opportunities to learn and grow. Jillian, uh, yeah, but you know, it's funny, you know, I'm in the trial world. It's, it's, a, it's a battle when you're a trial lawyer. And I remember when I was nominated by the governor to be the head prosecutor, chief law enforcement officer of a county, uh, I had hanging on the walls in multiple places, the, unfortunately it's gender specific, but the man in the arena quote by Teddy Roosevelt about getting into the battle, fighting the fight, and even if you lose, you win, as opposed to the people that are in the cheap seats that are critiquing you. I am sure, I don't know specifically, um, but I know a lot of people who become successful, who do become arrogant. Uh, the ones who are humble typically are the ones, like you just said, that have been knocked down and have been yeah. talked about, lied about uh so many when you're in the public sphere i know personally how do you deal with that negativity that comes out? i found it very difficult when people i always said i didn't have a problem being attacked for the things i did but i do have a problem with being attacked for the things i didn't do that came your way and you resiliently came up beyond that can you talk to us a little bit about that space 
That is tough. You know, that's, that's a bit of a different beast when people don't like you, right? They, I think it was Hillary Clinton that once said something to the effect of, I get a ton of credit and accolades and love for things I'm not responsible for. And conversely, I get a ton of hate and criticism and attacks for things I'm not responsible for. So it's really easy to fall into that noise of, oh, I'm adored. I'm hated. You know, you really got to ride the line and ground yourself. And I would love to tell you it's that simple. It's like an SNL skit back in the day where Stuart Smalley, right? Like, just love yourself more. But the truth of the matter is when you're in it and you're buying your own BS, right? You buy all the hype and, oh, everybody who loves you thinks you're great and you buy into that. It's going to be that much harder when everybody hates you because mm-hmm. they do. It, it turns on a dime. It's crazy. I could read you articles about me from 2010 where it talks about how I, because of, I've been so accepting of people that are overweight and brought them into the fold and empowered them to be healthy. And I could read you articles from 2020 that are like, she's a fat shamer and a bitch and nothing's changed with me. Right. So the point being the noise is always going to go to extremes. You have to be grounded and know who you are and be consistent with your message. And the people that resonate with you will pick it up and know the truth. And the rest is just noise. And as much as it feels easy to say that, right. Someone's like, Oh, the rest is just noise. I'm getting canceled. My career is getting destroyed. It feels like that. And then you survive it and you look back and you're like, wow, I I thought I was done. I thought I was over. So the next time you go through it, you're like, oh, this again, Mm -hmm. been here before. So there's a certain amount of escape velocity to it. In other words, you're in it and you feel like the world's going to end, but then you survive it because life just moves forward and people move on. And the people that understood you still understand you. Right. And you look back thinking, okay. It wasn't as bad as I thought it was going to be. I'm still standing and I'm moving forward. So the next time it happens, you're not freaked out. It's not unfamiliar. You're like, oh, this again. I know how it plays out. You know, Julie- and that's kind of the key is riding out the storm, staying consistent with your message mm. and not buying into the bullshit for better or for worse. Yeah. Dave, before you get, just want to pick up on that. You know, I, I found too that when I look back, well, I, I almost got mad at myself because I said to myself, I gave these people the power. It wasn't them. What they said comes and goes. My response to it, to the extent, even if it's a little extent, let's be honest, we're human beings. And when you're unfairly attacked, it's, it's a, you know, but I, I look back at it now and I'm like, damn, I could have gotten so much more joy out of, even if they took a little bit of my joy away, I gave them that power. Did you ever feel that way? You know, it's tough because certain attacks are real. And what I mean by that is if somebody gets you fired, if you lose a job or an endorsement or XYZ PDQ, you you could definitely decide how you're going to respond to it, right? You're going to be upset. You're, You're going to be stressed out about it. But what you do with the stress is what dictates the outcome. So the thing is, there are times where it's nothing, right? And there are words and sticks and stones can break your, you know, bones and names will never hurt you. There's thing, there are things that won't have a lasting impact that will just piss you off. And that's the part where you got to decide whether or not to let it bother you. There's things that do real damage mm-hmm. and you have to take action and be proactive. So there's 
-hmm. There's definitely a nuance there, right? Of feeling out the situation and the circumstances associated with it, because there are times where you have to fight back. Period. There just are. You know, we're all not to be not to be trendy or get into gossip, but you're kind of looking at the royal family and you're like, all right, there's going to come a time where they may need to defend themselves. They may need to say, all right, this is enough's enough here. And we're all sort of waiting to see what that game plan is going to be. Like there's a line where it starts to take a real toll on you and you have no choice but to take action. So that's something you have to really determine for yourself. Yeah, Dave, we talked about that too. You've got to know when to take action and you've got to fight in certain instances if it's a worthy fight to have. Um, and that is so important. That's essentially what we do with our clients every day, as well as yeah. our own selves personally. Go ahead. No, absolutely. Just yet another story of resilience. Mm-hmm. And it always hasn't been easy for Jillian. And Jillian, through these periods, um, what was the purpose? What was the why that drove you through it? And also, did that why always remain the same? It has remained the same in its core uh, values and intentions, but it's grown as well. Mm. So for example, I love what I do because of how it changed my life. So I don't enjoy the workout and I don't enjoy broccoli. I enjoy what the workout and broccoli do for my life. When I go to the doctor and he says, wow, you have the hips of a 30 year old. I'm like, that's a great feeling, right? You know, you look amazing. You have great energy. You're a role model for your kids. You feel good in your own skin. When you're strong physically, you feel stronger in every facet of your life. It builds resilience, empowerment. All those things are wonderful. And as I've gotten older, they've changed a little bit, right? When you're young, you just want to look great at spring break. You get a little older and some women just want to be, you know, have the healthiest pregnancy possible or look amazing at their wedding. And guys could be the same, a lot of the same stuff. Then you get a little bit older and now... You know, you're seeing people your age, their bodies are falling apart. And you're thinking like, okay, we're not doing that. We're not doing the knee, the hip, the shoulder replacement, the feeling 10 years older than you actually are. And you start to fight for longevity. So there's so many different reasons along the way to do it for me personally. What health and wellness has done for me personally has inspired me to get into it professionally. And that has always remained the same in that. Life is hard. You're not going to be happy all the time. I think the most we can ask for are these fleeting moments of happiness that we, you know, we appreciate, but in large part, having meaning and having purpose, as you mentioned, Hmm. helping people on their journey to a better quality life in all aspects, personal, professional, because as I mentioned, health transcends into other areas of your well-being, career, relationships, and so on. Having some small role in that, sometimes a bigger role, sometimes a small role, playing any role in that gives me a lot of meaning and purpose and makes me feel a little less helpless in the world. That's huge for me. So it means a lot to me personally, and it means a lot to me professionally, which is personal in its own right yeah you know uh, Joey, i was watching a show last night and it struck me because I, I think i kind of feel this way when you're somebody that's as big as yourself and is so well known and in, in our world the, even the position i have is very high profile very visible position um sometimes you also worry about losing relevancy 
Um, and, and this show was about an individual who kind of went off the deep end because uh, I think in, in essence, they lost their relevancy. I, does that resonate with you at all? And I mean, there are things that you can do positively to stay relevant and then there's things you could do negatively. Yeah. I don't really think of it like that because I don't do what I do for fame. Um, I was a, was a personal trainer for many years. I started a sports medicine facility when I was 28 and it was fully open and running and thriving when I was 30. I fell into the public eye, which was a blessing and a curse in some ways, but a blessing. It's given me a global platform to get out a message of health and wellness and build a brand. So I'm extraordinarily grateful, but I'm financially secure. I have great friends and great family. I really don't care what, you know, if I'm in the public eye or not, if it impacted my bottom line, yes, it would probably freak me out. Right. Because you're worried about paying your rent and, uh, you know, keeping the overhead going. So if being relevant impacted my finances, I can see why it would bother some people. I'm financially stable. So in essence, quieter periods are really nice because mm -hmm. public periods can be really grueling. You feel like you're just gladiator, you know, 90% of your day. And, um, and that's tiring. And I always tell people, if you can make your money outside of the public eye, do it. Because when you're in the public eye, everything becomes king of the hill, right? People don't want to build their own thing. They want to tear down your thing. And you have a target on your back that is, you know, the average person does not have while building their empire or their, their fortune, so to speak, big or small. So it's kind of a lot harder when you're, quote, relevant because everybody wants to tear you to shreds. Yeah, we talk about that a lot, oh, right, Dave? Absolutely. Hey, we're filming this right now. It's the middle of January, and a lot of people have <laughs> New Year's resolutions out there, and everybody has good intentions when they set goals, especially in the area of fitness. So, Julian, being the expert you are, what are some takeaways to stay on those goals and really accomplish what we set out to do? It's simple, um, and I don't, I don't say easy, right, but it is simple in that First thing is establish the why, which you touched on. And the reason for that is because if you have a why to live for, work for, and sacrifice for, you can tolerate the how of working and sacrificing for it. Work with a purpose becomes passion. Work without a purpose feels punishing. So you've got to establish that perspective, right? Because at the end of the day, when you're tired and it's been shitty and you want to just have a couple glasses of wine some pizza and watch yellowstone when what you really should do is have probably salmon and some vegetables you can watch yellowstone but you should go for a walk with the dogs for 30 minutes or go to the gym before dinner or do a quick workout in the living room for 20 minutes beforehand if you go all right you know what I'm doing this to fit into my wedding dress in June. I'm doing this to be a role model for my young kids. I'm doing this to go on the ski slopes with my 12 year old, not wait at the bottom for him with hot chocolate. I'm doing this 
to feel more comfortable having sex with the lights on. I, who cares? Doesn't matter. I'm doing this to get off diabetes medication. Meet my great grandchildren. Pick something. That is going to allow you to choose that 20 minute workout over just the couch because it's worth it. It's worth it to you. It gives you perspective and it doesn't feel punishing. It feels purposeful from that point, taking some time to educate yourself on the goal because people will make those sacrifices and do the work and they don't see the results. Then they get really discouraged and figuring, you know, screw this. None of it works. Why do I bother? I've been suffering for no reason, but they don't understand how to achieve it or the time frame it takes to achieve it. So they fall off the wagon. Whereas if you've got the knowledge, the choices you make, no matter what it is, but if we were talking about fitness, if you know what to eat and what not to, and you know how to exercise, you're going to get excellent results quickly. And that's going to keep you motivated. So getting educated. And if you don't have the time to become a trainer, which I don't have the time to become a lawyer, right? And it's not going to happen for me. Then I hire a lawyer or I hire a trainer or I seek out legal advice on an app where it's more affordable, or I'm sorry, a legal advice on your show or fitness advice on an app where it's more affordable, but find a way to get educated so that you can make those powerful choices that yield results. And then last but not least, make it palatable. So for example, Take one thing a month and focus on it. If it's getting 5,000 steps a day, make that your thing this month. Then next month, try to maintain that. Hopefully you've made it a habit. And then say, all right, I'm going to cut back on alcohol and do no more than a drink a day or six drinks a week. And then from there, it's I'm going to make my water minimum 60 ounces a day. Every month, add one more thing. So it's a little more palatable, a little more accessible, less overwhelming. And over time, those small changes equal big results. Well, Dave, uh, we could obviously, I, I think we're just going to end it right there. We don't have much more time. And uh, Jillian, that is, I think that that's great, a great message, not only for health, but for every every goal we have. Sure. Uh, all about that mindset. Uh, Jillian is one of many we've had on the show uh, that the, even though they come from a different space and a different place, they're talking about the same thing, uh, but obviously a great communicator. Jillian, I love your energy. I love your passion. I want to thank you so much uh, for being on the show. And Dave's just going to do a quick uh, tease as to where you can find the show. And then we're going to take a quick picture with Jillian and we're going to let her go, unfortunately. Yeah. Jillian, first, um, tell everybody where they can find you now and, and what your content is and where. Um, sure. You can find my fitness content on the fitness app. And it even has every single DVD that I have ever created. So if you're a DVD lover out there listening, they're all on the app, along with customized workout programs, personalized meal plans, community app forms, coaching, meditation, sleep support. It's a one-stop shop. You can find it in any app store, Google Play, the Apple App Store. Um, there's a free trial. Check it out. Uh, you can get all free content from me on social because obviously a lot of people don't have the means. I have a YouTube channel, Instagram. I do talks on everything from intermittent fasting to HIIT training. It's all there for you. Blogs as well on JillianMichaels.com. Um, you know, just out there in the, in the uh, zeitgeist in the most obvious ways that I just mentioned. And if, sure. if I could just say one thing, um, everybody listening, these guys helped me uh, in the middle of a con they were in the middle of work and dealing with the bar association in New Jersey and all this crazy stuff going on. And I had 
a legal matter that their unique expertise <laughs> allowed them to address. And I just want to say anybody listening, these guys saved me so much money and so much pain and so much heartache and so much time. And I am so grateful to both of you. I want you to know that everybody listening, these guys are the real deal. And I'm sure everyone knows I have access to some of the world's best lawyers, litigators, the whole thing. And um, you were just rock stars. And I am extremely grateful. And I wanted to let everybody know all you did for me and everything you uh, do and are about. And that's it. Sorry for that diatribe. Oh, uh, that, Jillian, thank you. Actually, it was a pleasure. And you made me laugh a lot. And um, we love... <laughs> We love, to, we love to help people, especially when they're willing to help themselves and your passion and humor uh, make it a lot easier on the left. But thank you so much uh, for that. Really appreciate thank it. You thank thank really. you so much, Jillian. For this particular interview, uh, you could go to nothingbutthetruthpodcast.com where we will release the podcast uh, on, th- on Wednesday in iTunes and Spotify, Google Podcasts. But also, we're taking video right now of Jillian and we'll drop the video as well. Jillian, again, and thank you uh, for your time and we appreciate you being on Nothing But The Truth. Thanks, Jillian. Thank you, guys. Thank you, Jillian. Be well. The Bianchi Law Group, a team of former prosecutors and certified criminal trial attorneys. But here's the thing. He put himself in a box when he said... Relied on by CNN, Fox News, MSNBC, Law and Crime, and news leaders across the country for our criminal defense expertise. In a search warrant, you have to have probable cause that a crime's been committed and there's evidence in a particular place. When you need a law firm with courage, compassion, and the commitment to fight for you, call the Bianchi Law Group today.